What up? It's me, your host, Tyler Fessler, and it is time to get the ball rolling. That's what I'm telling you. Listen here. Dropping it down right now. I honestly believe that they are number one. I love college football. I love NFL football. I love XFL football. Football is the best. Now, let's get this show on the road. (laughs) All righty, welcome back. It is time to get the ball rolling. Uh, with our new introduction and our beautiful uh, jazz music. Super excited to talk to you guys today uh, about a couple of things uh, on my mind. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, at GetRolling19, uh, there was an article out uh, a couple days ago that came out, and it said uh, the NCAA is uh, thinking about making the transfer uh, portal basically uh official where where people can transfer they can come and go as they please it does not matter and uh i didn't have anything to talk about on today's podcast and i said you know what when life gives you lemons at least it gave you something thank you for those wonderful lyrics by uh agr brothers but no uh seriously when when you want something you're you're sitting around and i'm like man uh, i know my listeners they want another podcast i like doing the podcast i want to continue to uh improve the brand working to get a couple of coaches on here before spring football really kicks in and uh, what happens they give you lemons right we get uh it gave us something so uh sometimes uh, you don't need to make lemonade out of those lemons you can make a nice tart uh you can make a a lemon pie uh you can maybe even uh put a little lemon water we got a lot of things so i'm excited to be talking to you guys today uh, a little bit about uh the I mean, about that, we're going to be talking about that uh, transfer rule and, and how will it impact the game. I also want to kind of get into to Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa, uh, mainly because I just don't, I, I have to be sold on it. And that's what we're going to start off on. And uh, I went through uh, all the starting quarterbacks as of last season, right? Uh, went through them, and I really depicted, okay, where did they play college? And does that mean that they're going to have any... Uh, success in the NFL, right? Does, if, if I go to Alabama, does that mean that I want to be successful, uh, you know, playing playing quarterback in the NFL? And uh, same thing with LSU. Now, LSU hasn't had anybody quite like Joe Burrow. Quite frankly, college football hasn't had anybody quite like Joe Burrow or the season that he had. But, I mean, it, it, it stands to reason that uh, we needed to go through these and really, like I said, dissect what it is we want to to learn uh, about these guys. And, 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 you know, everyone's talking mock drafts. You know, ah, two is the guy. Two is the guy to build around. Oh, no, I would take Joe Burrow, number one. You know, he's Cincinnati. He's Ohio. He's our guy. Well, then you have Justin Herbert from Oregon. So we're going to be breaking that down a little bit. And then, of course, we'll be uh, finishing off the show with that uh, transfer portal. 
And I know uh, for fans of the show that have stuck around, uh, we did a podcast with Slinging the Pill with Jeff and Skyler uh, early last summer, and we actually talked about the transfer portal. Uh, I might take a couple things back that I said, and I apologize for not uh, understanding it completely at the time. But let's get into this Joe Burrow uh, to a Tagovailoa trait. Now, uh, a lot of I've I've listened to just about as many people as you can on the matter. Some people are like, "Hey, look, Tua, he gets hurt. We're gonna we're gonna break it down. Tua, he gets hurt. Uh, you know, he's had ankle issues. Uh, now he has this hip issue. Uh, and now what's going to what's going to happen is uh, he's going to continue to get hurt in the NFL. That's kind of what his doubters are. Other people will say, "Well, Tua, he's mobile. He won a national championship after not, uh, you know, just coming in as a freshman, winning the national championship, beating Jalen Hurts out for the job. You know what?" He's our guy, and you you know you're you're thinking, okay, he's the guy. On to the next one, uh, and then he gets hurt this year. But it doesn't matter because other people have gotten hurt in college, and they turn out to be great pros as well. Uh, not so much the quarterback position, in my opinion, but that's kind of what they say. Now, the Joe Burrow lovers say, "Did you not see what this guy did in college? Are you kidding me? How would you not take that number one? How is he not the number one quarterback?" Which Look, by all means, he probably is, and Cincinnati is going to be taking him. But as far as predicting who's going to be better, that's what we're going to kind of break down here. Uh, the Joe Burrow haters will be like, uh, you know, he he's a six. You know, he played like what six years in the in the in the NCAA, if not five. Uh, he couldn't win any kind of job at Ohio. He couldn't beat out Haskins. Uh, I believe he was even there with Cardell Jones, and he didn't w- get it out the year before uh, Joe. Brady got there. He didn't have an amazing, uh, too much of a of a resume. Probably wasn't even going to be looking at going into the NFL. If he was, he'd be practice squad backup, you know, sixth, seventh rounder, and then we would never hear about Joe Burrow again. But instead, he goes uh, to LSU. Uh, I mean, you know, he's there. Joe Brady comes in and completely revolutionizes this offense. Now we're going to break this down, and uh, this is part of the reason why I don't like quarterbacks from these big schools because quite frankly they don't really I mean there's no correlation between them being good and playing well in college and what they're going to do in the pros I mean you look at it we'll take the best quarterback right now uh in the NFL Patrick Mahomes he played at Texas Tech he was a gunslinger I believe he only went to two bowl games one one lost one I believe is what it was didn't have an incredible, you know, stats or anything. I mean, he could sling it all over the field. He was an amazing quarterback, and I think people saw the talent, but they were like, he's kind of unorthodox, uh, big arm, but I don't know how much he'll develop. What happens? He gets brought into the chief system, sits behind an amazing quarterback of Alex Smith, go Utes, and uh, he gets taught the ways of the NFL to be a pro, to read defenses. You know, what we've heard over and over again, they, they attribute it to, to Alex doing well. Uh, there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that have even won a national championship. We've got Deshaun Watson. We have Jameis Winston. Uh, and uh, who else do we have on here? Uh, there's no correlation just because you win a national championship. That means that you're going to end up doing anything. Oh, and Newton, Cam Newton, which he's pretty much on the chopping block. We don't even know where he's going. But we have people like, you know, Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming, uh, Derek Carr out of Fresno State, uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick out of Harvard. These are the kind of guys that you really sit back and you start thinking and you're like, wait, 
They playing where? Now, North Dakota State will give Carson Wentz that. But he's playing at an FCS level, so he, he didn't go up against an LSU. He didn't go up against an Alabama. Part of the problem is, is, I, is this. At LSU and at Alabama, they... They play behind their their offensive and de- their offensive lines are probably better than what they're going to. Like, that Alabama offensive line for uh, is probably better than anything that will be had at you know the Chargers or at the 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 Bengals or or at any of these teams that are looking for a you know, new quarterback that are out there you know shopping around. Now the Chargers, they say that's a good team, but if it's a good I mean, Philip Rivers is still. I mean, people will make an uh, make an argument for Hall of Fame. They're they're one quarterback away, but you're going to be throwing virtually a, a young man that uh, that if you take Tua uh, that hasn't had. I mean, he's had some college success, obviously winning the Natty, but he he's hurt a lot. And your offensive line is probably not as good as what Alabama is. Those guys are probably all going to be playing. Uh, you know. On offensive lines elsewhere in the in in the NFL, also the defense. Uh, some of the defensive guys, I I genuinely believe Alabama comes up with some of the best defensive backs out there. That's Saban's forte. He knows what's up. He's extremely good at doing that. So now Tua has this. Oh well, you know, always in the back of your mind. Well, my defense is going to take care of it. What happens if your defense ranks, you know, 29th, 28th in the league? Everyone's saying Tua going to uh, to to Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, your defense is going to stop Patrick Mahomes. No, your your defense isn't going to stop Patrick Mahomes. Oh well, your defense is going to stop Drew Locke. Maybe, but Drew Locke proved he could he could ball out. Is your defense going to stop Derek Carr? Ah, uh, I mean now we're splitting hairs, right? But he's not stopping Patty Mahomes. So now you're the second best team in your conference. That doesn't really sit right with me. You're not going to slow him down. And then if he goes elsewhere, it's like you you can kind of make the argument of everyone. You know, I'm just throwing this out there, not like it would happen. But even if he went to like you know Arizona, is he going to stop Russell Wilson when when he's getting hot twice a year? Jimmy Garoppolo is he going to stop him? You know, from getting hot when they're really feeling it. That that's the problem with this. I don't know who's going to be better. I would say Joe Burrow is going in this if, if he gets drafted by Cincinnati. Um, I think he's going to have a really difficult time. Number one, uh, Cincinnati has kind of been you know the dumpster fire. They call them the Bungles. Uh, <laughs> they went yeah they went to two Super Bowls. True. Uh, they haven't won a playoff game. I I mean. Since I've been alive, uh, they went the last time I believe they went to the playoff. Uh, I I wasn't even or won a playoff game. They weren't alive. I wasn't alive. And the Houston and they beat the Houston Oilers, which isn't even a team anymore. That's how long it's been. Uh, we don't know what Zach Taylor can do. Uh, but Joe Burrow, you know, with the equipment, can he ball out? Let's well, that's yet to be determined. Now where Tua lands, I wouldn't take Tua Tagovailoa. I'm sorry, buddy. I I mean you're a great kid, stand up individual. It's nothing against again. It's nothing against these guys as individuals. It's how they play. I look at it as he won the national championship on the biggest stage. Yes, he did. But he came in. The Georgia defense had prepared for Jalen Hurts. They threw an entire different element. Yeah, was Tua maybe a little bit better than Jalen? He might have been a little bit, but again, splitting hairs. I think Jalen had a tremendous season at Oklahoma. You can see it, uh, but you're you're really like I said, you're it's kind of you know well yeah he had a good season, 
I don't really know who's better, except, you know, Tua has a lot of injury issues, whereas Jalen's a pretty durable dude. Uh, so he beats him out, and he ends up making it into the national championship game, and uh, ends up, you know, losing to Clemson to Trevor Lawrence, who I believe is going to be the most superior quarterback. He's the best since Andrew Luck, in my opinion, coming out of the draft. But, you, you know, you really break it down. I wouldn't take Tua, and if I do, I like Tua, if you drop, you're hoping you're dropping uh, uh, to you know, like like Lamar Jackson to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, the reason why he's good is because they picked so late in the draft. Yeah, they had to move up. It was what the thirty second pick. He was, but he went to a good team. It was it was a team that had had success before. Yeah, did they have to tailor the offense to him? Yes. Did they realize he was better than Joe Flacco? Yes. They tailor it. Boom, we got it. But when you've got the players, you can kind of do that. And Cincinnati needs way more than just a quarterback to be relevant in this league. Uh, uh, you know. Even San Diego, people will say, well, they were good. They were, you know, two years ago. True, but they get people get old. There are a ways away. Are they better than Las Vegas Raiders? Yes, get used to saying that. I don't know. Are they better than Denver? I don't know. We're splitting hairs. They're not better than Kansas City. So it's a race for second. Now, I understand under the new CBA, there's a potential for having uh, getting seven teams in the playoff, yada, 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 all that fun jazz. But no, seriously, if you think about it, you're like, Man, I don't know. Are they one, two steps away? If I'm two, I'm hoping I slip. And I think that's where it comes up. Kansas City was already in, was already really good. They moved up. They traded up to get him. I wouldn't be surprised if I see a couple teams uh, move up to get him. Uh, like a Carolina. I mean, they say, you know, break it down, rebuild. I wouldn't be surprised if you put him behind a, a, a Cam Newton to learn from. Or or maybe you get somebody off the free agent market. Uh, somebody like, even like a Tom. Brady, the Patriots move up to get to uh, uh, and those kinds of people, they can move up, you can learn behind them, and then you're pretty much good, but there's not a lot of, I mean, genuinely there's not a lot of you know, KG veterans that are around in the league. You might give him to Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Atlanta, move up and get him. I mean, yeah, sure, Matt Ryan, you've had a good run. You are what we've seen what you are. I'd go after him, but it's all about development. And that, and so everyone's freaking out who should go one, who should go two. It's not going to matter. Uh, it's going to matter, I guess, where they go and if they can develop those guys as individuals. SEC quarterbacks, they don't really stick in the league. I mean, real, genuinely, one of the best SEC quarterbacks in the league right now is uh, Dak Prescott, and we see what he can do. I mean, there's a definite ceiling uh, with him in, in that regard. Yeah, we have Cam Newton. He made it to Super Bowl. He didn't win it. Uh, you have, I mean, you, Matthew Stafford, uh, SEC prodigy, right? What has he really done? Uh, I mean, besides just throw bombs, he has a great arm. Uh, so you, uh, Ryan Tannehill, yeah, you know he, he has a couple playoff wins, playing at Texas A&M. But is he re is he really selling me on being elite? SEC quarterbacks struggle with this because they're so used to having that nice little cushion of of good defenses and stuff. And, and you'll hear sportscasters, you know, say, "Well, it's against SEC defenses. He's doing this, yes, but when you're at Alabama or you're at LSU, your guys are superior." Just, I mean, the SEC, yes, top heavy. You're going to play Alabama and, and you're going to play Georgia if you're at LSU, and if you're at LSU, you're going to play Georgia and you're going to play Florida or whatever. And Alabama. You're going to play one or two games, but it's easy to prepare for one game instead of, you know, every single game, 17 weeks of just full-on 
animals coming after you, trying to take you down. That is a completely different skill set, and I believe that's why these guys don't really stick around in the league. Again, Joe Burrow, I draft him. He had a tremendous season. I want to see where he can go. Uh, I would hope uh, Cincinnati, I mean, try to develop him the best you can. Bring in as many people to develop this kid. Uh, but, you know, get Alex Smith. I know he still wants to play and stuff, but get a KG veteran like that. Put him, you know, try to get some of these guys that, that have retired, you know, a Drew Bledsoe or, or, or a Brett Favre come in and just coach him so then he might know uh, the ways of the game. And with Tua, you're going to be taking a risk. I don't see it. If I was, I mean, I'm, I don't blame Tua for going into the draft. I just don't see his ceiling. Uh, people are like, yo, generational talent. I don't see it. He got lucky against Georgia, who wasn't prepared. Uh, you know, he plays eight games where he was, oh, he, uh, oh yeah, it's because he was, he was taking the night off. Well, true, but not really. I mean, he showed up in the big games, but he can't beat Clemson. How are you going to beat a Mahomes? How are you going to beat Kansas City? How are you going to beat a Denver? Nothing there sells me on it. So I just wanted to give you my two cents on it. Don't be fooled by these draft boards. There's no guarantee. I wouldn't. I would say there's as much a guarantee of of, of Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa making it as there is Jordan Love of Utah State or or some of these other prospects that you might not hear of. Heavens, uh, heavens, uh, you know we have Ben Roethlisberger that played at Miami of Ohio. So you got to kind of you know break it down and, and really think. Are these guys going to make it? No hating on them. I, I don't mind the hype, but don't get sold. Let's use our brains. Again, uh, one of our missions here at at uh, Get the Ball Rolling is we're going to analyze everything critically, right? We're going to use our critical side of our brain. We're going to do those kinds of things to uh, uh, to really think. Don't accept everything as truth. Just because a sportscaster, uh, you know, sitting in New York or L.A. Or, or, or your local news guy is telling you doesn't mean that it's true. Use your own eyes. Develop your own opinion. And, of course, I'm being a skeptic. It's a lot easier to be a skeptic than than, than be a fan uh, because, uh, you know, it's so easy to tear on people and, and, their, and their deficiencies and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is – I just don't see it yet. You got to convince me of it. I want to be a fan. I'm a fan. You, you know, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I'm convinced of those, those two guys can ball. Jimmy Garoppolo still yet to be seen. You know, Carson Wentz. Guy can ball, but can he stay healthy? Those are the kind of things. Let's use our brains. Let's look at this. Let's, let's dissect it individually, and then we'll move forward with it. Anyway, uh, next up after the break, we're going to be talking a little bit about the the transfer portal and you know the NCA granting that you're able to uh, transfer and not have to sit out a year. What will that make uh, college football happen? And uh, much much more. So stay tuned. We're bringing it back for you guys after the break. Thank you so much for anger and uh, all of our help and love here at Get the Ball Rolling. So, like I said before, we're going to be breaking it down this new NCA transfer rule and uh, some of the things that I've thought about, right? 
number one, uh, we have everyone says they want parity in the league, uh, in college football, in uh, NFL. We want parity. Everyone loves the NFL because uh, a team like Tennessee can beat the Patriots and go on this run, and, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, they are the best. That's what we want, right, in, in college football. And, and quite frankly, we haven't had it. We haven't. We've been dominated by Alabama, Clemson. Oklahoma, uh, an occasional team like Washington out of the Pac-12 will come up, or, or an Oregon will come up. Uh, Georgia, you could say, has had quite a bit of dominance. But but what really, I mean, what is it that, that we love about college football? Because we will tune in every single week, and we know these teams are going to be good. Well, this, I believe, is the NCAA's way of really kind of, you know, reinventing the system without having to reinvent it. Now, it's going to kind of sound contradictory, but it is. They're going to allow, there's there's a proposed bill. Now, I don't know when this is going to go into effect, but there is a proposed bill that they will allow uh, college students or, or football, a lot of the other sports like uh, track and field, uh, baseball, those kinds of things, they can transfer without it affecting, you know, sitting out a year of eligibility. Uh, they just had to let NCAA know and they, they can do it. It's just, yeah, it's kind of how it is. But with football, sometimes they let you, they grant you immediate eligibility. Sometimes you got to wait a year, and that kind of sucks for some people, uh, like a Kelly Bryant who 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 wants this to transfer out of a situation. Uh, it, could you imagine if he had to sit a year? He didn't, so he was able to play uh, immediately at Mizzou. But they're going to start allowing players to do that. I don't know if you guys ever played the NCAA football games uh, back when it was on like PlayStation Two, Xbox Three Sixty, stuff like that. Uh, you know, you if you had a transfer, you could accept him. You could have him on your depth chart, but it wasn't you didn't get him for an entire year, and it sucked. But I believe that that the NCAA by doing this, number one, they're they don't have to have all these requests uh, of having to, to review why they want immediate eligibility. They're just going to give it to them. Right? And I believe it's going to create uh, a new sense of parity, which I am so excited about. I believe uh, you're going to have more friends wanting to play together. The NBA is super fun and people like it because you have a potential for, you know, whether you like it or not, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, you know, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant all to play together. You know, we will have these team ups with with these with these high school kids that will eventually make it into college. Right? They're going to have the same opportunity. They're going to have the same scholarship. They can transfer, and it can completely change a team from going to a seven and five team to a potential you know ten win team. I believe. Um, I like this because it will allow, I think, now in theory, this is again in theory, in theory, and, and I do believe that they'll allow uh, these, uh, some of these kids or and teams to really go for the national championship where, where we're thought of you know, no, they wouldn't be able to. Now, I want to take the University of Utah. Most of us here, you know, most of our listeners here in Utah, we have a few in Cali, uh, some out east, but for, we're just going to take the University of Utah. You guys have heard of Tyler Huntley. Now, let's just take, for example, Tyler Huntley, and we get a transfer quarterback. Um, like, we'll just take Jalen Hurts. He steps in at Utah, transforms us. We end up beating Oregon in the national championship. Now, the University of Utah can make that jump up into the top tier of college football. I really do believe it might even be a skill player. Could you imagine if C.D. Lamb was like, nah, I'm going to go play for Oregon. 
Oregon most definitely would have beat Arizona State had they had CeeDee Lamb. And they probably would have beat Utah still. And they probably would have made it to the national championship game. And who knows? That's where that's where the unknown happens, right? And even, even if we're not talking big schools making the jump, you could have a UCF team that gets a transfer quarterback. This last year, I mean, Brandon Winbush uh, from Notre Dame. But let's say, you know, he, you know, Kelly Bryant ends up going there. He brings a couple of dudes from Clemson. Hey, dude, I really got screwed here. I'm going down here. Trevor Lawrence is the guy. You know, mad props to him. He's going to be the kid that they're going to go with. How about, you know, two or three of my best friends? We're going to go down there. We're going to make a run with UCF. And we're going to give Clemson all they want. I believe that's how it's going to happen. Also, if if there is a kid in a bad situation, I, I like Alabama, where I feel like Alabama, they always have these high recruiting classes. How can they continue to get high recruiting classes when only 11 guys play on the field? They have like 60 dudes on the roster. 11 can play. Why are you signing up for that? Well, you have the opportunity to play at Alabama. You to tell people, you went to Alabama, I get it. But I believe that, you know, Alabama's like, you, they like hoard people. Clemson kind of hoards people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, about senior year, you're going to you know, be playing for a national championship. But I think that now, like, oh, well, I can go play at the local team. I'm going to go play for, you know, uh, here in St. George. I'm going to play for Dixie State. I'm going to play for SU. And then I want to be all world. I want to be killing it. And then I want I can transfer and it not hurt me and it not affect me, you know. And I have that backing. Or I have, you know, if there's a really good quarterback coach, you know, like a Tim Hasselback. I know he's coaching uh, – uh, high school football, but if you had somebody like a, a quarterback, uh, a veteran quarterback that had played in the league, he's down at a, a D2 level or a FCS level or even, you know, lower uh, FBS level, uh, uh, like a FAU, I want to go learn from him because he's one of the best quarterback coaches. He hasn't got the breaks when he was on the big leagues because, he, you know, his specialty is quarterbacks or his specialty is running backs. I want to go learn from him, ball out for two years, and then I want to go prove everybody wrong my junior year. I like the idea of this. I think it's going to help it. I think it's going to increase parity. And quite frankly, I think that we're going to be seeing um, some different names slide in uh, to the top 25 and into the top 10 and even into the national championship game. I think that this will help college football. Obviously, the big schools, I don't think they want it. Alabama, LSU, uh, Clemson. Why? Because they, they're good at recruiting. They can go, well, we can promise you a national championship. But now that promise becomes a little bit less, I believe, because they always have that opportunity. Hey, look, if we get the special kids, we get this bond, let's make a run at it. Let's do it, right? I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what this will do to the game. I said the transfer portal was bad in the summer. And part of it, I just thought that. That. I was kind of being a traditionalist. Uh, after watching this entire year again, I was like, you know what? We need some change in college football. It's not the playoff format. I like the playoff format. I like bowl game. I really like the bowl game format. But I genuinely want to see who can make a run besides these teams. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, LSU gets boring after a while and if it's the same person tuning in what made the super bowl so happy uh or not so happy but made me so happy but made everyone else excited was because the patriots weren't playing in it we don't want to see it people will say dynasties are are good yeah to a certain degree but after a while you get fatigue we're warrior fatigue no one knows who's going to win the nba championship this year but the last few years we knew it was going to be the warriors and that was just the way it was and we would cheer on our jazz and we'd pay money to go see the jazz to eventually lose to the rockets to lose to, to golden state that will win 
against the Cavs. Those are the kind of things that I think about. Uh, people, I mean, yeah, you do create a villain. There's a villain element but with Golden State. There was, and there's a villain element uh, to the Patriots. There's kind of a villain element with Alabama right now, but I think we're kind of getting fatigued, and we want to see other teams that, you know, who can make it, who can make the run. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should deserve the trophy, not by any shot, but I believe that we need to have, you know, enough to, uh, enough teams to win it and say, like, I don't know who's going to win it this year. There's so much parody. There's so much fun. I want to see it. Anyway. Those are my thoughts on the transfer portal, the new transfer rule that might be going into effect very soon. Uh, it's on the legislation. I don't know what NCAA does uh, needs to do to pass it, but super excited. So in this in this episode, we were able to talk a little bit about you know Joe Burrow, Tua, Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, and what they're going to do. Be fans, number one. Be fans. Be wrapped up in it, but. Also, you let's let's be critical about it. Like I always say, let's be critical. Let's think. You know, it's to our guy. Am I going to jump on board? And I want to say this last little thought to to send it off. I thought Jameis Winston was our guy. I thought he was going to be taking us to the playoffs uh, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he hasn't done that, and he hasn't delivered. And I see a lot of similarities with him and, and Tua, you know, him being hurt. Obviously, you know, Jameis was kind of, I mean, he was not very mature in college, whereas Tua was mature and stuff like that. But I thought he was going to take us to the promised land because we drafted him. He was a big name, and he hasn't really done that. I mean, he just got LASIK on his eyes, and we don't know if he's even going to be our quarterback. So be fans, but also be critical of everything. Uh, don't accept everything as truth. Make them prove it to you. And, uh, you know, midseason, if I have to say, I got to walk back my thoughts on Tua, or I got to walk back my thoughts that Joe Burrow, uh, you know, Cincinnati is a lot more than him, and he's not going to bring immediate success to the, to the Bengals. Then I'll walk it back. But right now, I'm not sold really on either of them. Uh, and I'm trying to find that diamond in the rough, just like Patrick Mahomes. I think Jordan Love's a great example. Justin Herbert, to a certain degree, is a great example. But there's a lot of other quarterbacks that could genuinely make a difference in the NFL that we might not even be talking about. We'll be breaking it down, hopefully, when it, when we draw, uh, when it draws closer to the draft. Uh, for some, for Sitting in the Pill, uh, we'll definitely be there in Vegas uh, this year for the draft. So uh, be watching that. As we get a little bit closer, we'll talk a little bit more, maybe give a couple of dark, dark horse quarterbacks. But right now, they're big names. They're good names. They're good players. I just don't think they're they're going to be the great or at the level what they did in college. All right. So this has been get the ball rolling. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Make sure to tell your family, tell your friends again, if you guys want us to talk about you guys on air, give you a shout out specifically, be sure to uh, get on our Facebook page. You can message us Instagram. You can DM us and Twitter. You can DM us on Twitter at get rolling 19. You can also send us an email. If you're old school like that at get the ball rolling 19 at gmail.com. Make sure to uh, give us a shout out. We will let you know what we think. And even if you want to come on the air, I'm not afraid to put you on here. We have the equipment now to bring you on the line, and uh, we'll break it down for you. So I hope you guys are loving it, enjoying every minute of it. Let's keep this ball rolling into next week, XFL uh, Week 3 reactions in a week four, uh, I guess, looking forward on Tuesday. So look for us. We love you guys, uh, and have a wonderful weekend, and enjoy the XFL, and enjoy the hype for the draft. Here we go!